Hi again with day seven of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics uh, and Volleyball Explained Olympic Special. Today our co-host is again Mark Lebedieu, uh, the head coach of uh, the German Friedrichshafen. Thank you, Mark, for being here. Uh, great to be here, as always. Uh, today we're going to talk about the fourth uh, round in the, in the men's tournament. Uh, and we had today the following results. Uh, probably, uh, let, let's start in chronological order with uh, Canada against uh, Venezuela uh, 3-0. Then Brazil uh, is back with uh, a win against the US team uh, with uh, 3-1. Uh, then uh, Poland beat the host from Japan 3-0. Uh, a bit of a surprise that it could have been a big shocker there with... Uh, Tunisia leading uh, 2-0 against uh, Argentina, but the Argentinian team uh, at the end uh, succeeded in winning 3-2. Uh, then Italy uh, beat Iran 3-1 and uh, actually guaranteed uh, a place in the quarterfinals at uh, uh, probably the most interesting match of the day. Russia lost to France uh with uh, one to three and uh, with that win uh, france uh, hugely improved their chances to be in the quarterfinals even though they started uh pretty bad in the tournament let's start with this match uh, and my question uh is is the following why so hard for russia uh to to play against france and uh taking it also another way uh have they been careless due to the fact that actually they will be uh, regardless of what happened this much uh, first in the group? I think that's the obvious explanation. The two teams have much different motivations for this game. For France, they have to win. Otherwise, you know, they have really big difficulty to make the quarterfinal. Russia have a position more or less... Uh, fixed and so the difference in the motivational level uh, can make a, a, a big difference in the, the outcome of the match. So I didn't actually watch this match, but uh, uh, I watched 12 hours before then, but uh, I saw the, the last little bit of it, but it didn't surprise me. Uh, France played some good patches in, in some other matches. Uh, Russia had perfect until now, so Uh, for Russia, nothing is lost. For France, it's a, a big step for them. Yeah, as usual, actually, France uh, impressed uh, the volleyball spectators with, with defense, with uh, coverage under the block uh, of the opponent, with uh, technique, of course. And uh, Russia made uh, a big amount of errors, which actually are contributed to um, Uh, hugely uh, to the to the win of France. It's interesting that uh, uh, all game long, uh, Igor Kobza, the setter, the regular setter of uh, Russia, wasn't in there in his best shape. But uh, actually, uh, uh, at the end, um, the head coach of Russia, Thomas Samovod, uh, didn't substitute him, which was uh, very interesting, at least for me. He, he substituted even uh, Mikhailov, uh, all the. Uh, outside hitters and also Artyom Vovich with Ilas Kurkaev, but didn't substitute uh, uh, Igor Kobzer, which was yeah, uh, uh, 
something curious, especially due to the fact that they weren't uh, uh, playing in uh, in their best for sure. Okay, uh, let's go. Yeah, sorry. Uh, with, with the centers, it, it can be a little bit uh, different from other positions because the, the center has to have the confidence of the coach. The, the coach has to show uh, the, the, the setter that he... It's his guy that that uh, he will he will ride some some bad period. So uh, I understand that uh, that thinking about the rest of the tournament that uh, that Samovar could make this decision. Yeah, probably probably that's the reason. Uh, still, I, I don't know. I I still think that uh, Pankov is also able to to show a quality in uh, in his game. So probably. Probably he will be a a decent option in in next matches. Actually, the next match, the last match in the group stage for uh, Russia, is a game is uh, is the match against the team of uh, Tunisia. So probably they will win uh, with three points and they will be first. Uh, they will top uh, the group. Uh, the other match, which uh, uh, we we can call a, a real derby match, uh, was between. Uh, Brazil and the U.S. Brazil is back, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yep. actually, U.S. again didn't didn't show uh, their best. Why, why do you think U.S. struggles in in a way? And actually, they are not even sure that they will qualify for the uh, for the uh, quarterfinals. Actually, if Argentina beat them in the last match, they will be out. Yeah, it's the last match will be a really, a really tense match. The, uh, this was a game that I, I watched really closely. Uh, I spent a lot of a lot of time on this one, also during the the afternoon. The US started really well, really strong serving, and Brazil the way they played the last matches, which means terrible. Uh, but I, it seemed to me like. From the moment that they were 0-5 in the first set, the players said, okay, we ha have enough of playing bad. Now we just play maximum and we will turn we will turn it around. And they went from 0-5 to 6-6 or, or something. And they played, even the first yeah. set, they should have won this set. So they played much, much better. They had good performances from all of the outsides. Wallace started really slowly and also in the tournament. Before today, he was the worst um, opposite uh, in the tournament from points, uh, from percentage. So he improved. Uh, the other outsides were really good. Bruno started to look like the player that, that he is. For the US, I think the... I think the Brazilians made some uh, moves with their block to uh, to try to control the middle of the court a little bit. Uh, the U.S. have such a big reliance on the first tempo and the pipe. And Brazil, they, they didn't stop it, but I think they made Christensen think about his options in a, in a different way. And uh, this was the, the first thing. And... U.S. had really big problems to slide out from uh, high ball situations, and uh, and that's what you need to you need to do in in this tournament if you have a chance to, to chance to win because thirty or forty percent of the side out situations are going to be high balls. What do you think is the reason for the U.S. team lacking quality? Uh, is it the 
the fact that Russell is not there or something something different? There's no question that Russell is a really good player. If he was at his highest level, he would be a starter and the US team would have a lot more confidence. They would have a lot of uh, more, uh, they would have more options. It's it's a little bit, I, I, in some way, I don't understand it. I think that DeFalco is playing perfectly okay. Uh, there's nothing, he has some moments in reception, but Russell is also not a good receiver when Russell is playing, Anderson receives in three rotations. So it's not that uh, they lose something in reception. Um, maybe, it's, maybe it's the confidence Uh, the middles weren't very good today. Holt, uh, especially in serve, the middles uh, could couldn't build any pressure with their serve. So I don't think that it's there's nothing that I can put my finger on and say the the US have this problem, and if they can fix this, they will be better tomorrow. Uh, they have good players, and they can. We saw France, we saw Brazil uh, play the worst volleyball you've ever seen one day and two days later, they are gold medal favorites. So uh, if the US can win against Argentina, um, we, we can say the same thing for them. Yeah, actually, I remember that during the World Championship uh, 2018, uh, they, they even received in... Uh, Uh, in rotation with the setter in position three with uh, with uh, Anderson instead of Russell and Russell attacking in uh, uh, in position one for, from second row. Okay, uh, probably that's enough. Uh, it's it's really a strange thing. I I I, I think also that they are lacking a, a second middle blocker on a very high level, but I, I don't think this is that of a that of a reason and uh, and uh, that's uh, actually this doesn't make that of an impact uh, uh, yeah, on the on the game of uh, of the US team so probably let's 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 say that that just uh, Brazil and Russia were, were better and uh, probably this is the this is the main reason for them losing okay the third match also pretty interesting match with uh, uh, with some amplitudes for both teams uh, Uh, Italy against Iran. Italy beat uh, 3-1, but uh, during the match there were a lot of substitutions with all these amplitudes uh, uh, and uh, um, changes made by the coaches having a big impact on the game uh, with mm-hmm. uh, Juan Turena having a great game, but also uh, Iran showing that Marouf and Gafur are not the only weapons of the team with the, the reserve setter and uh, opposite Karimi and uh, and Kazemi uh, playing. Uh, what do you think about the result? And uh, actually in the last match, let's say that Iran is facing uh, Japan and the winner in this match will uh, qualify for sure in the... Uh, in the in the quarterfinals for Iran it's a it's a difficult situation after winning against Poland uh, I think they would expect something uh, something different I think they played they played more or less well uh, in the the other matches until today um, with the the change of the the opposite for example they uh, the, both of these these guys are, are Good players. Uh, Kazemi played the whole of the VNL more or less, and he was he was very good. 
uh, Karimi played a lot in World Cup 2019. So that they can play a, a, a very good level is, is not a surprise. Uh, I think the the change in the match was a little bit more on the Italian side. I had a feeling that um, that Micheletto, for example, uh, is getting tired. Uh, he started the tournament really well. He started each match really well. And uh, I have some some feeling through the TV screen, at least, that, that he is getting a little bit tired over the course of the, the match. Um, and the last two matches against Japan and against Iran was the third set that they lost after... Uh, after building the lead, so uh, the the changes that Italy are able to make were were positive for them. Uh, Juan Torreira was amazing. His, uh, I, I think, I for me he is still the best player in the world. When when I watched him and his ability to uh, to control the match, to find the the moments and the right solution in serve in reception in attack whatever whatever that is he is the he is the center of that team and it was really a joy to watch him play today uh probably let's mention also that uh, at least in my opinion Zaitsev is also not uh, making uh, his best tournament for sure and uh, uh take talking about the 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 second Iranian setter i would say that when the reception is out of system, when Iran is playing out of system due to the fact that he's taller, he has uh, uh, bigger problems to, uh, to to set in the in the in the most precise way, and probably that that is also something that uh, that could be uh, improved in uh, in his game. Okay. Uh, he is not the level of Maruf, uh, so there will be and the difficult moments. The difficult situations are where you see the difference in the level. So when the reception is perfect, uh, all setters are good because they can do whatever whatever they want. It's the difficult situations. It's the solutions from uh, from bad reception, from different body positions, playing against the block. These are the difference between the very good and the best setters. And it's not a surprise that Karimi is not Maruf. Yeah, uh, very few setters are actually on the level of Maruf, so this is not a surprise for sure. Okay, yes. uh, Japan, uh, Poland, Poland beat uh, 3-0. Uh, in, all, in all sets, uh, Japan uh, won over 20 points, but still I would say that it's not too much of a sweating for the uh, for the Polish uh, team in this, uh, in this match again. I would uh, underline, I would like uh, really to emphasize that uh, distribution of points between uh, Leon, Slivka, uh, Kurek, Kochanowski, and Bienek. Only Bienek he, uh, has uh, uh, one digit uh, uh, amount of points, but they are nine. The old, all the other uh, players have uh, uh, 11 or more points in their, in their back. So uh, really, really good job by uh, by both Jizga um, and Lomach who entered uh, as uh, a part of the double substitutions. Substitution and uh, uh, just like Iran, Japan will face them uh, in the in the last match, and the winner will uh, qualify for uh, uh, the winner will qualify for the quarterfinals. 
Um, okay, uh, probably also the uh, the last two matches we mentioned, of course, that uh, Argentina uh, beat uh, Tunisia 3-2 uh, and uh, and uh, in the first match of the day, Canada beat uh, uh, Venezuela 3-0. Uh, and actually, it is interesting that Canada uh, Canada is in the quarterfinals, even though they have uh, only two wins. Uh, and this is because of the fact that even if they uh, lose 3-0 in the last match against Poland, with Japan and Iran playing uh, uh, each other, uh, it's, it's not possible... Uh, uh, for both teams to uh, to overtake uh, Canada, so Canada will be for sure uh, in the um, in the quarterfinals. Uh, uh, even though most probably, actually, I'm not sure if if this is not for sure that they will be uh, fourth. Of course, fourth if they lost to uh, uh, they lost to Poland. What are your expectations from the from the last round in the group? For example, let's say probably the most interesting match in terms of who will qualify is the USA Argentina. The this is the the big match in the last round. Uh, it's the one match that will well, it's the match between more or less big teams that will decide uh, a position. Uh, the US and Argentina have some history. Uh, Argentina have won some. Uh, some important matches against USA in the uh, World Championships, in World Cup. And so uh, they, I think they are playing really close to their best level. Dacheco is playing really well. Conti is not, not 2015 Conti, but he's doing a, a good enough job that, uh, that they are uh, able to compete. And for sure, they will not be scared of the USA. USA uh, will be will be really nervous, but they have a lot of quality too. So I think this this would could be uh, should be the match of the tournament uh, in the first round of it. Yeah, and probably uh, eventually Argentina found uh, their uh, nature opposite in. Uh, of course, with I am talking about Bruno Lima and. Just a prediction also about about Japan and Iran and who qualify there. This is a tough one. I have been disappointed with Japan's play uh, in the beginning of World League. Uh, we When they won against Russia, we could think that uh, they are building up something to, to the Olympics, but uh, Nishida has not been the dynamic influence on the game. He's played fine, but... Uh, but in World Cup, for example, in some VNL uh, seasons, he, he was playing at a high level. Uh, so uh, it would be tough for them. I, I think that Iran uh, somehow have more experience uh, and I think they, they might win this game. Okay, thank you again for your expert opinion in Volleyball Explained uh, Olympic Special. Uh, and I hope that you are going to enjoy even more interesting matches in the in the last round of the group stage and also in quarterfinals, semifinals, and of course uh, the final. I also again like to um, would like to thank the spectators for watching this or listening in the in the podcast platforms. Enjoy the uh, the Olympics and all the matches, not only in the men's tournament but also in the women's tournament. Subscribe to the channel if you. 
uh, haven't done it so far and uh, see you and listen to you uh, also the next time. Bye-bye.